Hi guys! Hello! Welcome to Ed Arlene's Spearcast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, Reiki, meditation, light language. Uh, that's our new thing we're adding in. <laughs> we're excited about that. Yeah, um, and uh, anything in that realm, in this spiritual realm, all-encompassing, open to it all. And today we are so excited. We have Divine Derrico on our show. And we really love her. <laughs> Truly. We love all our guests. We love everybody. But there are certain people that we talk to um, that really connect on a soul level. And this is one of those beautiful, beautiful people. Yeah, the thing about that this interview was that... So we went in because we love her work. We thought she'd be great on the show. Um... And then she's just talking and there's just so much wisdom. But then there were these like synchronicities and these like interesting connections. And it's funny how the universe aligns you with people. It's just... It was the same for Grace and Shannon. Oh, there's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people we connected with. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people... Like, I feel like everybody we have on, we think, oh, we're just having this guest on. And then there's some sort of like connection that we have with them it's it's um, never surprised by the magic of the universe you know with our podcast like we like to interview people and have be normal conversations and mm-hmm. natural and it's always nice when you can tell that you most likely have had multiple lifetimes with these energies mm-hmm. and they somehow find you yeah um so that shows you that whatever's meant to be is going to be because the universe is going to present it in different ways um for you to get into contact and that's exactly what happened with divine derica mm-hmm. and thank you so much for being on the podcast yeah we truly grateful and um in this episode we do want to mention so you don't go in blind at the end um she does a i believe it's a transmission mm-hmm. for us um just so you're not caught off guard like we felt the energy um you said your teeth were chattering the um, whole conversation the whole conversation yeah. my energy was just through the roof and at was so intense, like, like, I had teeth chattering. Yeah. Um, like, I had to jittery. Jittery. It was mm-hmm. jittery. And I had, felt like I had to move and get this energy out. Yeah, and she, um, so part of what she does, and she's going to explain it all in the episode, is she helps, like, a, her presence, there's, like, a lot of energy around her, and she can just, like, I don't know, something happens and it, like, awakens certain things in people. So if you, like, start seeing, like, spirits or something after this, you're meant to listen to it. <laughs> this is your activation point. <laughs> um, because, I mean, I know definitely you had crazy dreams after the episode. <laughs> to say the um, least, I, I, you know, to say the least. Yeah. I, I'm not going into all the details about my life, but that, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm I am not saying something for us, because we have a similar effect on people. Um, and, um... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I had... Because we talked to her after the show. Yeah. And I had asked her a question because I had, like, a phenomenon happen. And, um, you know, she had, like, you know, we're talking. And then I ended up having my contact after the next day. It was weird. It's just amazing. So she's going to do her transmission. And then right after, you know, that, we always have Reiki at the end of it. So this is, like, one of those episodes you probably want to just, like, hang out <laughs> at home and just chill, not chill drive out, your car. Yeah. And, uh, or at least, like, towards the end, like, listen to the end of the episode. Save it for later. Yeah, because you can meditate. We meditated while she did the transmission. So, um, you know, you're welcome to do that. You don't have to. You'll still receive it if you're open to it, I believe. Um, 
but you know it's something to think about doing with this episode yeah and uh i guess we'll keep it short you want to tell everybody where they can find us at? yeah so you can go follow us over on instagram tumblr pinterest at Ed arlene you can follow us on twitter at edpro underscore pgh we tweet a lot mm-hmm. um and you can go to our website at arlene.com send it for our email list i'm going to mile a minute to um receive a free reiki session almost every single month and then you go to our YouTube channel where we post Breaking Fuse videos <laughs> almost every single day. You're laughing at me. Yeah. Should I start over? <laughs> Keep going. We're ready. That's Let's what I'm go. saying. Like I'm <laughs> this energy. I don't know what what hap- what's happening. But that definitely <laughs> was a um, activator moment. Like this energy is just mm-hmm. coming in. I was so happy after the interview too. Like really like like I don't know, just really happy and uh, it's because we connect with someone in our soul family. I don't know the Lemarian thing. Oh, we talk about Lemarian stuff. So yeah, we that, do. Yeah, we know. we. So go to our YouTube channel and you can subscribe over there. We post breaking news videos almost every single day. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> I don't know. She got to slow it down. I'm going a mile a minute. Like, come on, man. The universe. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. But enjoy what is this life. Ep- <laughs> what is life? What is existence? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like a crazy person. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's All right, stay tuned episode. for the episode. <laughs> this is great. Okay, guys, this is an ad. We believe in supporting small business. And today, we're talking about the small business called Garage Cats. They make 100% organic, handmade lip balm using hemp and cocoa butter. It smells amazing. It lasts for a very long time. They use eco-friendly paper tubes. They're pretty much awesome. If you are interested in supporting this business, you can find the link below or go to garagecats.etsy.com. We just want to take a quick moment to invite everyone listening to check out our shop at edarlene.com. If you like what we do, it is one of the easiest ways to support us. Plus, you will get our awesome handcrafted 100% vegan soy candles, our prints, books, oracle cards, and book a Reiki session. All of this can be found at edarlene.com and linked in the show notes. All right, guys, we're back with Divine Derica. Thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> so excited to be here. Yeah, we're so happy to have you on. Um, so I guess starting off, do you want to tell our listeners what you do? Sure, let me get right into it. So what I do is not, I won't say it's complex, but it's something that spirit is still unfolding into me and in what it is, but Essentially, I'm an alchemist, a healer, where I use, you know, like energy healing, the power of my voice to heal others, to activate dormant parts of their DNA. So I work with a lot of people that have spiritual gifts that either have been suppressed due to trauma or past life events. And they always, you know, I never have to go out looking for people. They always find me. And it's always through having heard my light language that they have come to me. So in a sense, you know, my light language and the light language transmissions that I do is this call to people that only those that resonate with it answer the call. And once they're ready to step up into their power, into their gifts, 
once they're ready to alchemize their trauma and use that as power, you know, because I teach my clients how to take their pain and alchemize it and use it as medicine. I always say it's taking the poison and creating medicine. So I work with people mainly in a one-on-one container because I find that it's easier that way for me to tune into their energy because a lot of their spirit guides are potent with the people that I work with. So, you know, that is my main focus is alchemy, light language healing, and also women's empowerment because a lot of the clients that I work with are mainly women and it's always women that are here to do big work. They're here to share their gifts. They're here to amplify their voice. They're here to be mothers. They want to be mothers. So I definitely work with mainly the divine feminine energy, but I would say I'm a a really good balance of both. But I always just say that my work is divine alchemy. Wow. I love that. Yeah. You're in direct alignment with what we believe in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you just said, I was like, yes. (laughs) Yeah, in my head, I'm like, oh, my favorite um, thing you mentioned was the um, mothers. Because that's something that's been very big with me, like the idea of honoring the womb Mm -hmm. and women like stepping into that power that we have as like the mother as well. Um, I feel like our society really, um, we don't take care of, of mothers, you know, and of the womb and of like, you can think of like so many ways where it's like hard for women when it should be something that you're like, wow, you've created life. Like, or you have the capability of doing that. So I thought that was pretty amazing that you um, specifically had mentioned that. We're the portal for souls. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And right. there needs to be a level of respect there um, mm-hmm. and sacredness to it all. Exactly. And I feel we like are that's powerful, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm. So I want to know, we both want to know, everybody wants to know. Um, <laughs> like how you got started on all this. Like we follow you on TikTok and you do your transmissions and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to know like, like your story and how did you, how did this all happen? All right. Let us journey to the beginning. Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> so the, I'll, you know, I, like I said, I'll start from the beginning. So my spiritual journey, my, you know, awakening into remembering who I am, awakening to the fact that there's so much more here I'm so much more than this. You know, it started off from a really shitty relationship that was the catalyst for my awakening. I will say as well before that, when my mom had passed, you know, she had transitioned on. That was kind of like the first initial part of my awakening. But it wasn't until I was in this really toxic relationship for over a year And after it had ended, I asked myself, what in me attracted someone like that? What in me was a match to someone of that caliber that would do something so hurtful in that way? And once I started asking myself those inner questions, it's like you ring a doorbell and you're bound to get an answer. So that took me on this journey of just dismantling everything I ever thought I knew about myself. That was back in 2017, where I just experienced this dismantling. And I was just like, who am I? Like, what do I need? What do I like? Like, what is my life? What have I been doing? 
And I started getting, you know, into like witchcraft because I've always felt drawn to witches and crystals. My first ever crystal was a rose quartz in the shape of a heart. And that took me on the journey of healing my heart because at that time I had so much like self-hatred. I didn't like who I was. I, you know, was dealing with depression and anxiety. So it took me on this deep journey inside myself where I was just picking apart all of these systems that were in place, you know, why I attracted toxic partnerships, why I had the mindsets that I had. So, you know, you, when you are curious, I was hungry for knowledge. I was like, I want to know all the things, you know, started getting into meditation and mantras and chanting. And so on Instagram, you know, you, there is a plethora of information on Instagram, but I've quickly learned that not all cups being offered are ones you want to drink. So it was just kind of like discerning, like, okay, this information is legitimate. This is bullshit. And it was just really getting connected with my intuition. But in 2018, when I was, you know, really connecting more with my spirit guides, they started to align me with legitimate people that were in alignment with my path. You know, they weren't like fake scammers and all that. It was this beautiful soul. Her name is Heather. She goes by Activation Vibration. I heard one, I was led to one of her light language transmissions on YouTube and it literally changed my life. She, just hearing her speak, awakened something ancient within me that has not been closed since it was opened. Like literally, I always say it was like the floodgates opened up and I just started seeing light codes, symbols, like just channeling through my third eye. I would see them when my eyes were open. I had memories unlocked and that was when I was drawn to a Lemurian um, seed quartz. And I was able to connect with my past life from Lemuria and Atlantis. And this language that we spoke that felt like home, you know, the best way for me to describe it was like I was home again because for a really long time, I had felt so displaced. I felt like I'm not from here. I don't belong in this world. This world seemed foreign to me and hearing her speak light language and her, her specific dialect of it just opened up my heart in such a way where I remembered and a memory came unlocked where I was actually speaking this as a child. You know, it brought the remembrance like, I used to speak this. I used to write these codes when I was younger. But because of trauma and the way I grew up, I kind of suppressed that. But her transmission awakened it for me. And at the beginning of it, I was really private about it because it felt sacred and it felt like I was getting reacquainted with a part of myself. So I didn't share it with other people. I was just constantly like scribbling light codes in my journals. Like I have pages and pages of light codes, just transmissions. And I would speak it, you know, alone in my room. And then I would say it wasn't until 2019 that I got a little bit more braver and I started to share it with others, but it was just snippets. You know, I wouldn't do a full-blown transmission like I do now. And 
it actually wasn't until 2021 that I felt the call from my guides to share publicly. And I was like, are you shitting me? Like, you really want me to go public? Like, you want me to share this with people? And I kind of hesitated at first because I was like, "Mm, no, like, I don't think I should. No, maybe I should hold back. But the call just kept getting louder and louder and louder to a point where I couldn't ignore it anymore. And so I was like, okay. So I started sharing a little bit of my transmissions on my Instagram. I would make like little videos. And then um, Spirit was like, okay, we want you to take it up a notch. And I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) So Spirit was like, we want you to make TikTok. And at that time, I was so turned off by TikTok. I was like, ew, I don't want to do that. That's stupid. But Spirit was like, no, you need to do TikTok and you need to do your transmissions on there. So that's what I did. And it was my first transmission where it was like potent, like a real full blown on transmission where I was activating people's divine cosmic DNA. And that was like my first ever ever viral video. And from then on, it was just on and cracking. Like thousands of people commenting, like, I remember this. Oh my gosh. Like, I know this language. I feel it. And I was just so blown away by the response. I was like, oh shit. Like people are actually ready for these transmissions. They're ready for this level of healing And that's when spirit was like, okay, like get comfortable with, you know, more people, more exposure. And then that's when I felt the call to um, start incorporating it into my work and building my work around that as my form of, uh, you know, the healing modality that I do. And that was really the start of it. And ever since then, it's just been nothing but a blessing to see so many people come back home to their remembrance and for me to come back home to my remembrance and to just share my voice in this way in a way I never thought I ever would and it's just been a blessing ever since I decided to put my fears to the side and transmute those fears and just do what I was called to do wow love that yeah absolutely love it yeah (laughs) um we have Lemurian crystals as well. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. When did we get those? 2018? Probably, yeah, around 2018. Yeah. Um, now, have you uh, meditated with it, like running your fingers on the, uh, on you the know, the code? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's. No, I wish I had mine on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a heck um, of a synchronicity. Yeah. So, um, so for our listeners with the Lemurian crystals, you can, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, if I remember correctly, uh, they were hidden and they have, there's information on them. And whenever uh, they were supposed to be found again, like when the time is right for humanity, the um, holders of those crystals will find them. It'll come to them. So if you um, cross paths with a Lemurian crystal, like if it's given to you or if, um, you know, if you find it somewhere or you go to like, like when we went to found ours, we went to a crystal shop and there were just three of them, tiny. Our other friend has the third one and that was it. There were no, it was very small, kind of hidden away and we kind of like felt like they were ours. So basically people who have them, 
were tasked with uh, upholding that information and taking care of that wisdom that they hold. So that's crazy that you have one as well. It's really cool. Yeah, it was honestly, you know, like you were saying with meditating with it, because I have three. So that's funny that you say, you know, that you guys found three of them. I literally have three exactly myself. And as I was meditating, you know, with the first one that I ever got, I remember vividly being part of those that hid the crystals. Wow. It was, it awakened that memory within me. Like, I remember this. I remember that we encoded the information in these crystals because the reason why we did that was during the fall of Atlantis. So the fall of, because Lemuria came before Atlantis and Lemurians were trying to warn the Atlantean people because they were getting, you know, we were getting thirsty for power. We were wanting to harness more of the crystals power and just use it selfishly. That's when slavery started. You know, Atlanteans started to enslave the Lemurians because they deemed them as a weak. And so there were the priests and the priestess that wanted to take this information the information that would help us to bring everything back into balance. So that is what we did. We, we programmed these crystals, we hid them. A lot of us went underground, some didn't make it. And then when the fall happened, because we, we prophesized it, we knew that it was going to happen. We tried to warn them and they didn't want to listen. So we took precautions to assure that this type of, like it was a catastrophe wouldn't happen ever again and that's what we're witnessing now as people are connecting with these Lemurian courts is that we are being programmed with the remembrance of how to bring back harmony how to restore balance and how to activate our the dormant parts of our DNA and that's exactly what light language does wow Wow. yeah wow it's so interesting yeah, I mean, uh, that's interesting you were saying, too, so we don't make the same mistakes. Because my um, crystal, when I did it, was very, and I meditated with it a long time ago, but I remember it being very much about, like, the environment mm-hmm. for me. And, like, um, oceans in particular, and kind of, like, how important it all is, you know? Yeah. And then we look at, like, what we're doing with the Earth now. Um, this is a big theme. I'm very much, like, an advocate for the Earth. <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, that's so crazy. Like when you were saying like, so we don't make the same mistakes because I, now, if I remember correctly, and like I said, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the Atlanteans started to become more like, like into technology and less with like spirituality where the Lemurians kind of combined like advanced technology with spirituality. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wow, and that wow. I, yeah, I don't know if this might sound silly, but I thought that back then as well, the level of communication, a lot of it was telepathic. It was, it was, because they were, you know, the Lemurians. We were very because I've had lifetimes in both where Lemurians, we were all about heart telepathy, so we communicated through the heart. And then once we, you know, moved into Atlantis, it became mental. So it was more mental telepathy. And that is where a lot of, you know, like subliminals, mind control, 
um, mind altering, um, brain work, that is where that stems from. All that technology that we see now in this world, you know, things to do with the mind and programming the mind that stemmed from Atlantis. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> My mind is blown. <laughs> it is, I, I feel like, I don't know, it's like common theme, like history repeats itself. And there's things that we think um, are newer occurrences or of recent, like maybe the past 200 years, but you're really talking thousands of years past that we're tapping into, yeah. which is wild. And how much like <laughs> has we like gone away as a society then come back like those cycles yeah you know because i i mean i personally believe that we've destroyed ourselves before and have come back but you know with like atlantis like the fall of atlantis would be an example Mm -hmm. that's so interesting that you remember past lives that far back um so like we've had readings done that have said that we uh have gone you know have had experiences very far back Mm-hmm. But there's, like, a limit to how much I have access to of mine, which obviously that's for, like, a reason, you know? Like, we're given information as we're supposed to. So I think yeah. it's pretty amazing that you can remember that far back. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of crazier that we're aligning with you right now. <laughs> 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 because I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the number three holds resonance. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Three (laughs) is really potent, you know, for me especially. And, you know, three is a divine feminine number. And if you think of the number three, six, nine, you know, the codes that created our universe, that number holds significance like throughout all throughout history, you know, like they say to repeat things three times. And, you know, so it's just amazing how numbers can have such power and they hold such power it's just I love that you guys align with that number too (laughs) yeah that's actually my favorite number yeah well my like so I've been um doing more like stuff with my spirit guides and like they have me on this journey newer journey and one of the things they said was um just you know how like um you can have like a personal signifiers for your like team like you know what it means you know mm-hmm. and they said that three was important like if I you know if I saw so like let's say I have like information come in and then I see like you know three 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 or three or something that might be for me that would be like confirmation that it's from them yeah um and that's like this theme this year mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to continue to be like a signifier but right now while I'm learning this like new stuff it is. So it's like, I don't know, I'm tripping out right now. We love your light language. Yeah. It's, that's how we actually, I found you. We found you was from TikTok, which yeah. is amazing. Mm-hmm. And we personally were um, like not interested in using TikTok at all mm-hmm. until recently because of, you know, whole everything behind it. But now it's like, we've been able to connect with so many beautiful people mm-hmm. Um that's a lot awesome. of really cool people. Yeah. Like I know, like you were saying, there's a lot of information, a lot of weird information out there. Yeah. But I, what I like that you said was that you lo- used your like intuition and um, I believe you said your guides to help discern 
what exactly. was like real and what wasn't. And I think that's really important because everyone's waiting for somebody else to tell them like, don't do this, do that. Whenever there's all this like wisdom that we hold within. I mean, I mean, just us sitting here, like just how many lifetimes have we had these experiences? Like, where's all that wisdom? It's like there. Um, if you like tap into it, I believe. Exactly. So, and yeah. he, even your story, like when you and so when you started this, and you said that you had a bad relationship, and it, you used you had to go within and use your own personal awareness to figure out why you were in that situation and things that need to change. That's so mm-hmm. interesting to me. Yeah, because I like I literally was through a similar experience, but I lasted a lot longer <laughs> <laughs> in that. But it turned out like some of that stuff that I went through in that situation were catalysts to push us to do other things like why why we wrote things to know about self-love I didn't know that was something that I needed Mm -hmm. um in my healing journey and we've been able to help people with that yeah Yeah. so it's like we go through these experiences for a reason exactly and I you know at the beginning of it when you're in the thick of it and you're going through all this bullshit and at the time it is bullshit because you're like fuck this shit I don't like this I don't want you know but we don't realize that a lot of that is building us up for something more you know at the time it just seems like why is this happening to me and I had to switch my mentality to why is this happening to me to this is happening for my elevation this is happening to take me higher than I ever have gone before and I had to realize too that those of us that go through such traumatic events and we were not broken by them you know we did not succumb to just you know certain like drugs and just things of that nature although I did struggle with addiction at a time but it's like the fact that we didn't succumb fully and the fact that we are still here now and we are still choosing to love we are still choosing to rise higher is a testament to the strength of our soul and it's a testament to how mature and how old and ancient our souls actually are. Because there are some souls I've noticed that are newer souls. You know, they, it's not, it's their first time incarnating on earth. So when they deal with certain things, they're like, I have no idea how to deal with this. But those of us that have been incarnating on earth for a really long time, you know, since her beginnings, we are accustomed to her energy, you know, that's why we feel so strongly to protect her, you know, as keepers of this earth. And it just shows like how strong we are because it goes to show the strength of earth. You know, she's resilient. She never gives up. She never stops evolving and changing. And we, in a sense, mirror that, you know, Mm. I wonder how it feels to be a newer soul on this plane. Confused. Very confused and lost. I I, I always wonder because I, I we've heard that this is supposed to be one of the um, harder um, planets to incarnate on because there is so much soul lessons that occur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you um, have you heard of that? Yeah, I've heard that. You know, I've heard honestly, I've heard so many different things. Like, oh, this Earth is like a hellhole. Oh, it's so hard to be here, and it's like honestly. If if you feed into that, then yes, it's going to be extremely hard for you. But Earth is of the physical plane. You know, she shows us our shit real time, tangibly. So it's di- it's difficult for people to escape what is right smack in your face because she keeps showing it to you. You know, I say that Earth is the planet where we learn how to love 
but it's where we not learn how to love, but embrace love. But it's where we are able to experience spirit in the physical form. And a lot of people think that that's limiting or it's like, oh, that sucks. But it's honestly amazing when you tap more into what it actually means to be a human on this earth. You know, it's not just what society has said it is. Because it's, if you think about the ancient people, you know, during ancient Egypt and all that, they were tapped into some like high level shit. They could lift shit with their mind. And it's like, the more that we elevate and that we do essentially clean up our shit, you know, recycle essentially all of the things that we have done, the way we have hurt people, the lessons that we haven't learned, that's when we can elevate higher. But you got to be real honest, like a lot of people are not willing to face their shit. And that's why they have a difficult time here. And once we face our shit, face the illusions and the projections, then we're able to shed away all the falseness exactly of, of our realities and learn how to be authentic or to just navigate this terrain. Yeah. Um, and the more authentic you are, the more things unfold. Exactly. We, I've noticed, you've noticed, <laughs> we've all noticed. Yeah. I, you know, I really um, am enjoying like speaking with somebody else who feels that they've been on earth for a very long time. Cause I feel like everybody that I like come across, it's always like, I just got here. <laughs> <laughs> this place sucks i want to go somewhere else right <laughs> and i'm like mm. <laughs> i've been here for a long time a very long time yeah, Young yeah. <laughs> like, you know I'm, I'm like always like where are the other people who um have been, been incarnating for a long time and you know we had another guest on who uh was a channeler and he was talking to us about um, he actually like had did a reading for us at one point, and he was explaining too like how there are souls who have been on here for a very long time, and then they're they'll go to another planet, and then they might like incarnate here again. Um, so he said there's that combo too that can happen. Um, and then he said there's also some people who have souls that are older than Earth, so they yeah. will have memories of other planets. And might think like, oh, I, this is my first time here. But in reality, they're just that old that that's at a soul level that they've had these experiences. And then Earth is here. And now they're like incarnating on Earth yeah. um, for this experience. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. I was yeah. like, wow. I was like, thank yeah. you. <laughs> you know? It's funny how the universe works. Yeah. It's just funny how things align. Mm -hmm. and right. Even as having you on the podcast, like even that story yeah. we talked about before we started recording, I'm going a mile a minute. Like my energy is like, Whoa, I think it's her. It's you, really Divine Derica. Like, what the heck? Like uh, my energy, I'm buzzing. Yeah, like I'm seriously. The, um, I think people are going to listen and feel it. They're going to feel it. Like, I, it's yeah, crazy. But it. before we started recording, we were talking about how like everything aligned, and you found our YouTube channel, and mm -hmm. you know we were on TikTok, and it's just now we're recording a podcast. Like yeah. that's how things go. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, <laughs> everything is going to align the way it's meant to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a couple questions. Um, I'm not sure where to start, so I'm just going to pick a random one. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Okay. Um, Wait, I have one first. Okay. What's, what's your sun sign? I am a Leo sun, Leo moon, Libra rising. Wow. Okay. I'm a Libra rising. Awesome. Yeah. Virgo, Virgo. 
Yeah. But yeah. My best friend's a Virgo, so I love Virgos. Oh, yay. Well, I like Leo's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't have a preference with astrology. I like everybody. <laughs> okay. Um, that was just random. I'm sorry. Like, just thinking about it. Yeah, we were just in, um, this morning, we have this, like, group chat with our friends who are also, like, into this stuff, and we were talking about astrology, like, for hours. I don't know. <laughs> like, Yeah, you guys were. I had to play catch-up. <laughs> I'm not always responsive to things. Yeah. But um, all right, now to questions. Okay, so you um, mentioned your spirit guides, and mm-hmm. one thing I like am learning, and I wonder if you had this experience or could like expand on it, is that a lot of people um, <clears throat> like want to know like what their spirit guide names and stuff are, and I learned that some guides actually don't have names like like we would understand because. In higher dimensions, it's more about how you feel. And um, you'd mentioned, like, in Lemuria, how communication was, like, through the heart. So I'm wondering if that's, like, a similar thing, like, that similar communication. Um, So what I was, you know, discovering is that you can have a guide that you know is there because you can feel that energy. Mm -hmm. And that's how they tell you they're there, that they don't. And then if you can choose to be, like, okay, your name is Sandy. And they might be like, okay, I like it Beca- because they don't have like a name that we, like how we are, like their communication isn't exactly the same way. It's like Archangel Orion. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah we had, a, um... <laughs> we uh, had a funny story with that, but we were calling Orion Orion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Orion. Yeah. And he was like, it's fine. I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on and like early he like come through for a meditation and we kept saying that and then he was like it's fine <laughs> it's all um, good <laughs> yeah yeah so like what are your thoughts on that like have you encountered guides that are more like a feeling and you just like know it's there but it doesn't have like um a specific name yeah I've definitely have had those experiences because for me I have realized that I am really like popular in the spirit world and in other realms. And I didn't realize it until I had all these guides coming to me and they wanting to work with me and interact with me. I'm like, okay, I guess I just must be real popular. And so it's like the way that I would see them sometimes is like this long line and they would introduce themselves. Cause for me, my thing is that Before I allow myself to work with a guide, we kind of have like a little interview session. Okay, I'm like, okay, what are you, what are your intentions? How are you, what is our relationship going to be like? Because I've learned to be really discerning with people and beings that want to interact with you. And with that, sometimes it's important to be cautious if they won't even try to give you a name. Because we know, you know, and if you don't know, names hold power. So if you don't know the name or if you to if you and your guides haven't established some form of identification, if you don't know their name, it's like, how are you going to call them in or how are you going to dismiss them if you no longer want to work with them? You know, so sometimes it is important to have some type of name. But like you said, like, it's not always going to be the way that we imagine you know their names are different than sometimes their their names are in different languages you know so it's like just getting to a point where you 
have that connection to where it's like, okay, you can just call me Lee because my actual name is 20 miles long and you might not know how to say it, you know? So I've definitely have had those experiences, but a lot of my guides always reveal their name to me or always reveal a name that I can communicate with them with because that is the relationship that I like to have. You know, I'm always like I'm on a name basis and I like to know people's name because like I said, names hold power. But, you know, sometimes the language is different. So it's like, okay, interesting. How can I say this and not butcher your name? But our guides, you know, they're really um, understanding and they're not going to be like, oh, how dare you say my name wrong? You know, like they are really, they're like, oh, it's okay. Like, I know you can't say it. It's fine. But yeah, when you work with a lot of guides, for me, you definitely want to have their names and really just know about them and who they are and what their energy is and get really familiar with their energy. Because even if it's not their name, you know, like you said, you can recognize them by how their energy feels. Mm, I love that. Yeah, that's like back with the idea of discernment, like just because a spirit like has come to you and it feels profound, you should def. I agree, like give them, like bet it, like mm -hmm. see, is this what it really is? Is this something I want to work with? Like it might be what it is, but do you want to develop a relationship? Like we have exactly. the, you know, that power. That's exactly. Really cool. Wow, I love, love that. I do yeah. like the idea of definitely, like you said, the name. Yeah. You know. Like, just uh, how do I know it, it's you? Like, if you can't tell yeah. by that. Make it clear. Like, if there isn't, like, a blaring feeling that you have where you know, like, you know what it is or who it is. And even then, I, I do agree. I think that's great. Yeah, because especially nowadays, mm -hmm. those of us that hold powerful light, that are powerful spirit beings, there are some malicious energies that mm -hmm. want a taste of that. And oh. they are tricksters and they will, you know, put on this form like, oh, I am the light, you know, people that will try to appear to you as Jesus or Yeshua, however people like to call him. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's not even who he, that's not who you're talking to. Our people think that they're talking to Lilith. And I'm most of the time as someone that can feel energy, it's like, mm, that's not who you're talking to. You know, like you've establish this relationship with something that you don't even know what it is it's it's totally fooled you and sometimes I'm like should I say something but spirit is like just mind your business let them learn <laughs> mind your business keep it pushing this is all a part of their journey exactly exactly they have to make a mistake <laughs> exactly you know because we can't we can't I mean I'm a believer and I guess it's, you know, a product of how I grew up as well. But it's like you can't coddle people all the time, especially when it comes to spirit, because how will they ever learn how to discern for themselves? How will they ever learn how to stand on their own two feet spiritually if we have people that are constantly coming to their rescue or doing it all for them? Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, it's something I get, um, you know, mildly concerned to like, when I'm online and you see like so many people saying that they're working with so many like um, spirits, I'm not saying saying they're not or discounting people's experience, but mm -hmm. um, there's certain things like um, if you study, if you were like studying certain spirits, like you'd be like, Oh wait, but I thought like, according to this culture, like you don't want to have an altar of that spirit in your house because mm -hmm. it's a, you know, a 
something that could cause harm. Like, yeah, you can work with it, but you don't want it in your home or, exactly. you know, stuff like that. And, um, you know, so for me, I'm like, I'm not even going to push it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, but, um, especially like, you know, I think all of us have had like spirit contact or communication and, um, you know, it's different. And sometimes it can be like exciting and you want to like talk about it and stuff. And you see everybody on the internet talking about it. And, but are you giving that space to vet it and like, Mm -hmm. you know, learn from it? Sometimes I think too, like things aren't necessarily always supposed to be shared online. Like sometimes, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's stuff for you. That's for you. Uh, And one, one thing that I'll just bring this up then we can like move on. Um, I always say that like, you know, touch on what you were saying, like your guides are very patient and they love you and stuff like that. And I feel like they also will give you information, but if they give you something that's like scary, they're going to have like some sort of like solution. Like if they were to give you something that might be uncomfortable, they're going to help you figure it out. Like they're never just going to drop some like doomsday thing on you and then like leave you hanging. And I keep seeing all these like, you know, scary like channel things and I'm like I don't know yeah (laughs) doesn't feel right (laughs) but yeah anyways um Uh, I was just gonna ask um so for your team do you have certain um deities or god like forgive me if I'm saying people's names wrong or you know identifying them wrong but do you have certain gods goddesses that you work with all the time so I do. Um, I've learned to kind of because for me, I am a devotee of Santa Muerte. And mm-hmm. when you know, you devote yourself to her specifically, she is really choosy about who she allows you to work with. And the best way I can describe it is like, if you welcome her into your into your house, are you are you living with someone right like a partner or a person, you always want to like say like, hey, is it cool if so and so comes over? And that's kind of what it is. Like, hey, is it cool if, you know, like I invite this deity into my space? Like, are you okay with that? So, you know, I do have to have that clear communication with her. But the main ones that I do work with with is Santa Muerte. She's, you know, a spirit. And I do work with um, Sekhmet. She comes through a lot. Kali Ma comes through a lot for me. Um, Archangel Michael and Archangel uh, Raziel, he's one that I work with, and Raphael Metatron is one that I work with as well. A lot of just Archangels, really, I have a really strong connection with, but Archangel Michael specifically, like, I actually have his sigil tattooed on my wrist. Um, But yeah, he's the the main one, and then my um, cosmic guides, which are my Lyran family, my Syrian family, and my Arcturian family, and I do work with the Pleiadians as well. My goodness. Wow. Um, that is wow. We're, just, like, I, we're like, over here just like shaking our heads like, yes, this yes. Is, like, <laughs> we, um, well, we love the arc. I mean, not lo- we do love the archangels, but, you know, Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, Metatron. You're listing off a lot of spirits that enjoy our company as well. <laughs> I feel like sometimes they get annoyed with me. Yeah. Like we have, you have stuff to do. Like you aren't here for a reason. Yeah. Like, you got to get out of your feelings and uh, get some work done. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I say, um, mine is like, I'm too cautious sometimes. And um, where I'm like, are you like, really? And they're like, I have to have like things like repeated a lot mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, 
but that's just how everybody's communication and stuff is different. Um, I'm learning to break out of that. And that's like also stems from some past life stuff. Yeah. So at the beginning, you said that you see the codes and Mm -hmm. everything. Um, Do you have these energies? Do they come in just when you're just living your life? Or do you need to be in a certain headspace Mm -hmm. to tap in? Um, Honestly, they come whenever, you know, I could be it's but it's usually for me when I'm in a happy, vibrant state. But then again, sometimes they have come when I was like feeling sad and like, I'll see in my mind's eye like codes and transmissions, you know, kind of like the matrix coding, how that looks, that's what it looks like. Just the different format, you know, the different type of style of it. But it's usually when I'm in like a really high vibing space that I can just like open my eyes and I just see them everywhere, you know, and I can look at the ground and I see like the veins of the earth and I see the light codes being channeled through it. So honestly, they will come whenever they feel like it. You know, they just, as long as I'm open and receptive, then they are making themselves known. That's amazing. That is amazing. Um, And the the way you're able to handle it all. Yeah. At first, was it shocking? Yes. I was like, am I going fucking crazy? Like, am I losing my mind? Because it was like, I was seeing all this stuff that no one else could see. I was just like, oh shit. Like, okay. All of, and it was just, it got to a point too where I would see the codes and then it would just blurt out of me. Like I would have to, I would see it and then the vocal transmission would come out and it's like, I couldn't stop myself. It was just, it had to channel through because that channeling through like my mind and then through my throat it was an activation that I needed to integrate. But for me to integrate it, it had to express outwardly. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. That's really amazing. Uh, I think we, um, maybe for our listeners who aren't familiar with um, light codes and light language, could you like explain it really quick for them in case there's anyone who's doesn't know Confused. what it is. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that early on. <laughs> but for us, we're like, yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> get it. It. <laughs> so light language, the best way that I can describe it is light language is, it is a frequency. Light language is energy. Light language, com- my form of light language, and a lot of people that I, you know, connect with, we channel our light language straightly from the divine. You know, people call it God, whatever you want to call that benevolent energy that we all come from, that is where we channel it from. So we are literally channeling light. We are channeling the highest possible frequency into a written transmission or into a vocal transmission. Sometimes it's through movement, you know, through hand gestures, kind of like mudras. And sometimes it's through dance. So light language essentially is just a frequency. It is a language. You know, there are some people that are like, is it really even a language? It's like, yes, it is. It's just, it is a language that goes beyond anything that we are accustomed to now because it comes from such a pure place and it can't be picked apart. You know, like it's not, people aren't going to be able to, you know, all the time be like, okay, this means this and that means that. Because it's frequency, it's energy. So it's based on what you are channeling, what you are bringing forward. But light language, a lot of people think it's like, oh, is it like speaking in tongues? You know, people in the church that were speaking in tongues. In a sense, it is similar because that happens 
when you are tapped into the, into the energy of God and you speak this language that is so foreign and people are like, oh my God, are they possessed? But they are just tapped into something so pure that the human mind can't possibly, well, they, I mean, you know, I won't say can't possibly, but because our minds are expanding and um, evolving now, but the logical mind sometimes finds it difficult to process what is being said. Because like I said, light language is light, right? Light travels fast. So our logical mind sometimes can't keep up with like, okay, what does this mean? So that's why people feel it more so on a soul level than they do logically. Because it is able to go past your subconscious mind, past your conscious mind, past all of that straight into your soul and activate what is needed and bring about healing and awakening. And there's really no limit to what light language can do. But essentially, light language in itself is just frequency. So then as they're list- as one is listening, they're being healed. And it's like they don't even have to do anything. You just sit in that space and they feel it. Exactly. And sometimes, you know, people will be like, oh, I don't feel anything And usually for the people that don't feel anything, that's because they're carrying a lot of density, a lot of unprocessed emotions, a lot of trauma, a lot of hurt. So they, their bodies aren't accustomed to feeling higher vibrations, but that doesn't mean that they're still not getting activated, you know, but like you said, like people can just sit there and they are being activated on a DNA cellular level. So it might not be felt right away. Because, you know, DNA shifting doesn't always occur like quickly, um, given, you know, how we are evolving as humans. But at the end of it, you're still getting fits nourishment from a transmission. And for the light language healing, do people experience what we call like the healing crisis where um, it can just bring up a lot of old emotions and things that need healed? Is that something that happens or is it a more gentle approach? Um, um, it definitely can be a mix of both. You know, I have had clients that are just sobbing their eyes out and it's just, they can't stop crying or they feel like pain because it is bringing up everything from your, the depths of your being that has ever been suppressed and it's pushing it out. So it is going to, I always refer as like a detox. You know, when you receive transmissions, your body does go through a sort of a detox to purge out and clear out the density because with light language, the more that you listen to it, the more that you speak it, the more you're exposed to it, any density, any toxicity, anything with harmful intent, it can it can't thrive in your body anymore. We'll be playing her stuff on loop. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a YouTube channel? Yeah, you should. You literally, don't. I love, like, my best friend is like, see, girl, I told you. Because literally, she has been on my ass. She's like, you have a YouTube channel. You need to put these transmissions on YouTube. You need to do it. And I'm like, I know. I've just been, you know, like, I honestly don't know why I have been just kind of slacking on doing it. But... I get so many people on TikTok, they're like, do you have a YouTube channel? Please put this on YouTube. So I'm like, okay, spirit, I hear you. You (laughs) want me to go to YouTube? I get it. I get it. So definitely stay tuned for YouTube content 
with light language transmissions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We experienced the same thing with our Reiki. Like we mm-hmm. were apprehensive of posting it on YouTube and then we just started doing it and now we've been able to, you know, people like it. People like it yeah. and then we don't post. It's like what's happening? <laughs> I'm so glad you guys because literally your guys' work is so powerful and I literally have been listening to them for the past nights. Like just playing it on a loop and I'm just like, yes, like the hormonal imbalance hormonal imbalance one was just like my saving grace. I'm like, I love it. Just cause like I said, the topics that you guys cover is so like you don't see that in a lot of Reiki videos. It's always like, oh, to clear negative energy, but you guys really go deep into it. And I'm like, yes, I love this. So I'm that glad that you lot. guys. It really means a lot coming from you, especially. Yeah. <laughs> like it really does. Cause it's easy sometimes to think that some of the stuff that we do is just, um, you know, it's, I don't even know how to say it. Like you put it out there and you hope that it's helping somebody. You hope yeah. it's going to reach the right people. And yeah. then sometimes it, you just don't get the um, visibility it deserves or yeah. the response. And mm-hmm. with our stuff, like we put a lot of things out just for the collective. Like we've been given these gifts for mm-hmm. a reason and we need to just throw it out there. Yeah. And sometimes it feels like there's these uh, other forces. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Strongly at work to try to stop us like, in some of the stuff that we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the normal, you know, people, it, we head up to the public, every, you know, there's different frequencies operating, and some people still can't wrap their head around the idea that people can be giving away things for free. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Like, no strings attached. Like, we're literally just doing this because we are called to. It's part of our soul's mission, apparently. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, here it is, and... um you know, obviously we have like service and stuff people can, you know, pay for if they wanted to. But like our whole thing's always been to make Reiki especially like very accessible to whoever needs it because people do need it. Um, they need, you know, they need to have like a place they can go to receive that without strings attached. Um, and I think like like what you're doing is like that too. To yeah, me. exactly. Um, that there's this this divine thing here for you and you can go to it and there's no like I don't know there's just nothing attached to it no no it's just a pure because you know like you guys it's like we are given these gifts for a reason and it's meant to be shared you know like of course you know we have our business because we still got to eat and (laughs) we're still (laughs) still we still you know got certain things we gotta do we got bills to pay but it's like we are just, in a way, it's just we give and we share because it is our nature and because we are abundant. And it's like, if I'm abundant, if I truly believe that there's infinite plenty, why am I going to be like, no, you can't have none? You know, it's like, no, I'm going to share because you never know who is going to come across, you know, like my light language transmissions or your Reiki videos and is transformed by it. You know, sometimes we can't see the bigger picture Or, you know, sometimes our stuff doesn't get, you know, like that much exposure. But even if it's two people, one person, that has a far greater impact than we realize. And the way that I see it is like just this ripple effect of like golden light. And it's just like, even if it's one person, that one person is emitting that strong frequency. 
And naturally, there are going to be more people that are attracted to that. And then it just spreads. You know, I always say that love is the fastest thing that spreads. Like, yeah, they say fear, but I'm a firm believer that love spreads far faster. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Fear has to be a process where love is just unconditional. There's nothing exactly that be done to cultivate that. Whereas fear and worry, you have to have something to create that. Yeah. Um, put that in. You. Yeah, put that in you. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm really happy. I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on here. Um, and like, I think a lot of people are going to really appreciate what you have what, shared. Yeah. Um, I mean, this has been an amazing conversation. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything you wanted to touch on? Um, honestly, if, if it's okay with you guys, I just want to bring forward a little transmission for the listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. Activate them, you know, cause I just felt called to share that. So I guess we can end on, you know, a little transmission. Oh, yes. That good yeah. stuff. Let me get into a meditative position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me just like tune in for a second to just, you know, I'm just going to let whatever wants to come through, come through, because I do feel that there are people that need to hear this message. So. Era surat ilash era tanalasera. Neherlandure ira tuana. Eheura tuale era tashera tuana le ekia. Nehele ela turret ela na ela gia la surata. Nehela turrshelasa. Era surut elash. Nela nu ela ira tashela na ektara. Nehela ni ikiela surat ila shana yalan. Era surat ila sana ekiash. Nela nara ira tuash. Nela na ila Era surat asha seratan. Era surat ash. Era sataseratan. Nela nara serata ila seratas. Nela nara serat ila kiene. And just what I heard wanting to come through is a reminder that you're not alone and that it's important for those of you that are listening, if you feel in your heart that you have a song to sing or you have something within your soul to share, a way to share your voice, trust that call. Trust what you are guided to say in the moment you are guided to say it because it is for a reason and there are people out there that need the medicine that you bring and the words that you say and the things that you do have a far greater impact more than you may possibly know. So it is. Wow. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys. Truly. Truly. Oh my goodness. Wow. I could feel that. Me too. I was feeling a lot in my um, third eye, actually, which I thought was really interesting. Um, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll see what our dreams are like after this. (laughs) Yeah, they're definitely going to be planned. I feel like the past few years, it's been interesting with, Mm -hmm. like, the energies coming in and and so on and so forth. And 
I always thought it was interesting how we're people are experiencing a lot of physical. I, I can't get the word. <laughs> but like physical sensations and physical reactions to some of the stuff that we can't explain. Yeah. Um, now I've noticed too, a lot of people were paying more attention to the solar flares and um, some of the stuff that's happening cosmically and it's becoming more to the forefront to try to explain some of the stuff that we're experiencing in this form. Mm, yeah. Um, and another thing I've also noticed too, is like, I feel like people who I was called activating, like people are getting activated, but I feel like some people's um, dormant abilities are now like time's up and it just flick of a switch. Now you're able to see, mm-hmm. now you're able to yeah. hear, Yeah, you know, um, and we just have to all learn how to navigate it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just nurture those gifts that are yeah. coming online. Well, I think you're probably activating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best I can have right now is yeah. very high vibrating and like my teeth this whole conversation like my mouth like it's been like chattering mm-hmm. my teeth so i have no clue what that means but i'm gonna find out yeah it i tend to um bring with me a strong you know i always say my energy is very much a catalyst and i activate people just by my energy alone you know i don't even have to say anything i'm just me and that activates people like I was on another podcast interview and I didn't even do a light language transmission we were just talking and she messaged me you know like a couple hours later and she was like literally I was so activated by that conversation like it activated my light language speaking abilities wow so (laughs) yeah I was like awesome like I didn't even bring forward a transmission I was just my energy itself is a transmission wow it's just us, just being yourself, just being your natural self. <laughs> exactly. Activating enough. And that's a lot of things people take for granted. Yeah. Or discount that we all hold this and yeah. our own energetic signature that has the ability to change lives. Yeah. Um, and you're, I know for sure you definitely activated something. So <laughs> um, a lot of things that you touched on really resonated with mm-hmm. my soul. Yeah. No, me too. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, so I can't imagine how many listeners are going to be activated from this <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely gonna be be activated you know because i will say this too that the time is now you know the time for us with these gifts it's time for us to step up because yeah there are forces that will try to undermine what we do but at the end of the day they won't be successful you know in a way we've already won i always am a firm believer in that and that is why we are called to rise in a bigger way And it can be real fucking scary. Like, oh, what am I going to do? But being, I don't like to call myself a light worker. I'm, like I said, I'm more of an alchemist because alchemists don't fear that there is darkness in this world, that there is evil in this world. It's just, we know how to navigate it. We know how to make it to a point where we don't let that hinder us. You know, so for those of you that are listening that feel this strong pull to rise up, to step into your power, that is for a reason because we need you strong. We need you powerful. We need you in your gifts, remembering who the fuck you are because this world that these energies have tried to create, they are counting on you to not know who you are because if you don't know who you are, you're easily able to be programmed and manipulated. But if you know who you are, they no longer have control over you. And those that are meant for you, will accept you 
and will embrace you the more that you just embrace who you are because who you are is a gift. I know a lot of the times it has felt like a hindrance and a burden, but who you are is a gift. You were born that way for a reason. You were bestowed those gifts for a reason and no one and nothing can ever take that away from you. That's important. That's really important because I feel like a lot of people feel like they're weird. Like it's socially unacceptable to have certain gifts. And this isn't, it doesn't even have to be just spiritual. It can be like art and music and stuff like that because it's not like adhering to this like structure that has told us how we're supposed to live and Mm -hmm. how we're supposed to be. Like it's like we have, we're in this system that's defining us when we should be like defining who we are and then shaming us for being authentically ourselves. So I, that's amazing. I love it. But once you make it through, the people find you, your team, your crew, your tribe finds you every time. Every time, you know, and you, I always have said to you and what my guides have said is that the more that we are ourselves, that is the key that opens the door to our blessings because it's encoded in our DNA, our blessings, meaning no one can take our blessings from us. Those that try to be who you are, they can't even copy who you are. And it's just you being yourself holds so much power because only you can be you and there's never going to be another like you. You know, we're all so connected, of course, but we are also unique. And the more that we embrace our uniqueness and don't see someone else embodying their uniqueness as a threat, instead as an invite, like, yeah, I could, I could be myself too. Your people find you. And the more that you connect with your true tribe, your soul family, the stronger your energies get, the more you amplify love and the more that you make shit happen. You know, you literally are shifting things around And that is what we are experiencing now, that more people are gathering, more people are remembering. That is why we are having so many shifts and fluctuations on our planet, because we are the wave. We are the change. Uh, So powerful. Wow. Thank you again for being on this podcast. This episode is amazing. Wow. Um, Where can people find you? (laughs) So you can find me on TikTok, which is divine underscore Derica, um, divine traditional spelling, but Derica is D-E-R-R-I-C-K-A. Same format for my Instagram. And you can also find me on Twitter, which is divine Derica, no underscore. Um, And YouTube, which is divine Derica, no underscore there either. But yeah, those are my platforms and also my website as well, divinederica.com where I, you know, offer my sessions, if you feel called to work with me one-on-one, and things of that nature, you can definitely tune in there and check me out. And yeah, for those of you that feel the call, I look forward to working with you. And yeah, I'm really glad that you guys had me on your podcast. I can already tell that we're like soul family, so I love it. I I I was thinking that in my head. Um, we keep a very tight knit, small mm-hmm. group of people, and it's amazing to be able to connect with total strangers mm-hmm. <laughs> on, <laughs> on this level mm-hmm. and have like that. I don't know, this like similarity yeah. and 
Uh, yeah. Wow. Stunned. Shocked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The magic of the universe at it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love like, it. Like I love it. Like, we're going to put you guys together. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> we probably like knew each other before. It's fine. I mean, that's what it feels like, you know, like yeah. you guys are mentioning, mentioning Lemuria. And also, too, I will say this the Lemurian seed courts, they have a way of, they're honestly like telephones, you know, like the original OG telephones where that is how we connect with our people you know so if you have people that have the Lemurian courts and you are you know you have it yourself you're automatically connected to those that have it as well you know that's how we link up and find each other so yeah if you have a crystal holder step forward (laughs) step forward we welcome you (laughs) all right let's end the episode yeah let's end it (laughs) we could talk for hours yeah wow it's been so like amazing like i just well thank you for taking the time to talk to us yeah thank you of course it was so fun podcast let us know yeah if you're ever like i'd love to have you back on (laughs) i want to be on a show yeah for sure i would love to Thank you.